My name is Brianna, and I welcome you to the Tales of Adventure, a D&D podcast like no other. I am Henry. My character is uh, Shufa Ben Dilma Ben Shoda Almata. He is from the southern lands of this world. Not many people from that area travel up to this northern area, so he's not used to the way things are done here. He's still uh, getting used to it, <laughs> the openness, and he's a little bit different than what people would expect. Of me, but is this the orchard where you sell the cider? Yes, yes, it is. Please, please come in. Thank you. I've been trying to find this place forever. Ah, it's it is, can be hard to find. You walk down the road, lots of trees. It does get confusing. Lots of trees on the other side too. Um, uh, would you care for a drink, tea, cider? I'll take some cider. This is a very nice place. My name is Estra, by the way. Pleased to meet you. I am Shufa Ben Dilma Ben Shoda Almata. Please excuse my uh, large, quiet armored friend. This is Ben, Ben Bao, and the large armored friend bows. Stands back up. Pleasure to meet you. It's good to see you've well protected here since it's so remote. Most uh, people don't think about that. Yes, we, uh, we, we have not too much to worry about with the, the raiders. They tried before, they learned not to. It was very pleasant. Good times. They helped make Ben. Sounds like they're very smart. So have you always worked at this orchard or you strike me as someone who's traveled a lot? Uh, yes, I come from the deep southern areas. I had to leave under some interesting circumstances, traveled to here, uh, met my companions uh, in our first foray where we actually uh, cleared this area. It was haunted. We liberated it from the ghosts and uh, as a reward, they gave us the deed. So we got it back up and running, and now we produce some of the finest uh, cider in, in the area. I believe that's very delicious. Might have to see if I can talk you out of your recipe at some point. Uh, that is a very, very good closely guarded secret. Fair enough. So imagine living here, you're familiar with the things going on in this area? Uh, somewhat, to a degree. We hear things... Uh, we try to keep up as best as we can. Um, it's news travels in and out. We make our trips into town, get what we can get to know. And that's about the, uh, the extent of it. Some of the stuff from the outer bigger cities takes a little while to come in, but you do what you can. Naturally. I'm curious. I've heard the rumors of something with Warforged and new transportation centers in this area. It's part of why I came. I wanted to see them for myself. Ah, yes, the travel centers are uh, the, the, the Warforce, the Brotherhood of Steam. <laughs> uh, once the, and probably will be again currently, the uh, militaristic arm of the Imperium, the old Imperium that used to rule this land centuries, centuries, centuries ago, long, long time. Um, as for finding one of the, there is one in town, there is access to a vault. You will have to talk to the innkeeper for him to let you go down and see it, but he does have one there. Outside of that, there's another one about 20 miles to the east. But we were the ones who, in fact, discovered the one in town. 
and helped with the liberation of the Warforged, which were uh, being forced to start a rebellion to come alive again to restart the Imperium under some very bad means. I imagine that would be a rather unfortunate thing if they had succeeded. Oh, very, 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 very much. We found many, many, many armies of Warforged in stasis in a couple different areas in cities below ground that they would have just been able to pop up in the towers that you can see spotted along the town, but along the coastlines and the cities. So having an army of Warforged just pour out in the middle of a city when no one's expecting it would be very bad. Gives me a headache just to think about that. It's a very good thing you were there. I don't think I could have gotten here in time to help with anything. Uh, we just happened to get very lucky, or unlucky, as the case may be, and stumble into it, and did just did what we could to stop it before it got too far out of hand. Do you often find yourself caught in the midst of something large like that? Uh, we have been known to be pulled into things. Recently after that, we helped put down a uh, incursion from some Thay wizards who were trying to build in their own undead army to help take over the uh, travel centers and use those to get through the cities and do the same thing the Warforged were. It would have been also very bad. Uh, Mazis Tam is just a very, very bad man. The me who? Uh, Mazis Tam, he's the leader of the Red Wizards of Thay, a very, very, very evil and bad necromancer. Uh, fun necromancers typically aren't the best people to know. Unless you <laughs> find one of the rare good ones. In that case, they're unique, but good friends to have. I don't know if I would see myself as good, but I'm definitely not uh, one such as he. <laughs> you practice necromancy. Uh, yes, uh, I will lift up Ben's visor and you can clearly see that there's a skeleton underneath. In that case, I hope you know I meant no offense by my comment. Of course not, of course not. It is understood. It is a, uh, a very dark art. It is actually forbidden in my land and what has caused me to travel to these lands um, as I am actually still being hunted from there for a small book that I have and that they kind of want back, but they will not get back. But I, I digress. I hope you don't mind me asking if it's forbidden in your home why did you choose to study it what drew you to it during my early studies putting away uh, some of the books in our forbidden section library i heard a, a voice calling to me it was a book promised me power and might be on my current cane if i would just listen to it and help it and it uh, it is a dark book of necromancy, <laughs> and I, being the young impressionable that I was, listened to it. So I stole it and then ran away. Your story is surprisingly common. <sighs> yes, but the book and I, we get along quite well. As I pat the book on my side. It uh, doesn't talk as much now, but when it does, the words are still wise. And uh, it's very, very useful and helpful to me these days. I'm curious if it's forbidden why your people had the book and didn't try to hide it or destroy it. Uh, it was in the forbidden section and it was not meant to be just uh, locked up. But for some reason, this was very easy for me to grab and take. I'm unsure about that part. 
But we have many forbidden tombs just to keep them primarily out of the hands of the people they should not be in. This particular book has uh, connections to Vecna. Um, so that was a good thing why they would do that. Because um, he's not someone you want to actually have too many people talking with. Very true, very true. So how long ago was this? How long has it been since you ran away from home? Oh, uh, let us see. Hmm. It has been, oh, 10, uh, at least 10-ish, 10, 10 or more years. They have found me once. Uh, I was uh, a jinn messenger sent by the uh, the ruler of the land actually found me. And we had a pleasant conversation where he asked for the return of the book. I explained that I would not. We had tea. He understood the, my point of view where I would not and could not. And he returned with the message that they would have to come and try and take it. And uh, I just keep a, a low profile from, I'm sure, the people that are hunting for it now. That's fair. There's still some other people who would probably be, in be interested in such a book. It would be not be good if it got into other hands. Yes, I, I keep it safe and, and out of those hands. Use it just for the benefits of myself and my group as needed. Normally, I would be more concerned, but you strike me as a good person. Not someone who's going to use this for something unpleasant or something that would make my life more complicated. No, there's no need to make other people's lives more uh, more complicated if it is not necessarily to do so. And I imagine it would be much more annoying if the book was in someone else's hand and things like this, they, they always find a way to be used. Yes, very much so. Very much so. It'd be very bad. I have uh, barely tapped into a, a partial of the power of the book, and just from that little bit, someone who could access the, the full potential of the book would just be able to wreak amazing amounts of havoc. Yes, I keep it safe. That's true. So I'm curious, how did you meet these friends of yours? There was a typical uh, help wanted ad up on the sign. The sign post in the, uh, the village was low on coin as I was traveling through the area and needed to make some money to continue my journeys. Met up with these friends and figured, okay, we'll give it a shot. Go help them be done with it. And it just uh, kept going more and more. It was a very uh, profitable opportunity and has kept to be such. Sounds like you're a good person who found some good people to travel with. Sometimes it's hard to find a new family after leaving home. So have you traveled much around the kingdom or do you do do you stay close to here? We try to stay close to home with the exception of when we have used the uh, transporters to travel as we were discovering them. We ended up uh, quite a distance away, a couple of weeks away as a fact, but then we were able to use them to return. And if we need to, uh, we, we do have free access to use them uh, granted to us by the Brotherhood of Steam. We all have these medallions, and it's a Sergio medallion. It's a cog with a hammer in it. This grants us access to use the uh, the transporter system whenever we so choose, uh, granted to us by the Brotherhood. A very useful thing to have indeed. I may have to see if I can make some friends in this Brotherhood. If you can, I suggest it. It is always good to have powerful friends as well. Warforged are uh, many and varied and quite competent. It's been a while since I've worked with a Warforged, but I've found them very useful and they can be very interesting people as well. Not always the best at understanding human emotions, but... True, true. My only dealings have been with them as enemies or as the allies here. I do not know any as friends, so it's quite limited, but it would 
definitely be interesting to know more. I wonder what they're like on the inside. But I digress. It's very interesting being friends with one, because as I said, they don't always fully understand emotions and other human or organic feelings. So it leads to some very interesting conversations. I, I can assume so, yes, very. <laughs> So some of them, once you explain it, have an easier time understanding, but still, it's foreign to them. Ah, I see. Definitely would be very... Hmm. I must make a, make an effort to meet some more. Sure to remember to be patient. This... this I can do. Do you ever sometimes wish you could return home? Ah... Uh, on occasion, it would be nice. To see my family again, those that are uh, still around. And it does get too cold and wet uh, up here for my likes at times. Do miss the nice desert heat. Desert heat can be pleasant once you get used to it. I <sighs> don't know if that will ever happen. Oh, much. So you've had no contact with any of them? Uh, no, I do avoid anything with them so that it cannot be used to track me or used against them. That makes sense. Yes, yes. Even a, a simple sending might give messages back and forth that way or mail or such. Could give uh, the caliphate chance to learn more about where I am and to use it against my family to help get me to expose where I am through uh, torture or whatever means they find. That's how long it's been. I'm surprised they haven't given up by now. <sighs> No, they are uh, very, very um, protective of their books, so uh, it will be quite a while before that happens. Probably when there is a change of power, I'm assuming. Uh, one could hope, but the Calipit has a long memory, and it takes a lot for an incoming ruler to overturn any rulings from the prior. I would probably have to save their life myself through a great cost to myself for that to happen. But in doing so, I would have to put myself at risk of being captured and the book taken from me in the first place, so... Should not be a good thing, because then there's no telling who will fall prey to its whispers next. Yes, I know the, the Jin messengers will still be able to find me as they search. Uh, they have their own means, so I expect more to appear from time to time. Uh, this is very polite. We sit, we have tea, we talk, and expect at least two or three more before the hunters really come in earnest. But uh, make sure to keep moving from time to time so they can never really find me in one set place. Smart. It's also, I find that sometimes it's helpful to hide in larger cities, more people to disappear in. But then there's also more people who could recognize you. Yes. <laughs> One upside of being a necrodomancer is you, you can always create more guards. Uh, ben does an extremely uh, good job on himself. It is a, a single more powerful guard than multiple smaller ones. Um, Was his name Ben before you resurrected him? Or did you just decide to call him that? I decided to call him Ben. When I originally started, I used to have two, and it was Ben and Willard, which is an old joke. One so. I'm not personally familiar with, but I'm also new to the area. Shows about rats. One was named Ben, one was named Willard. Very, very funny. If you got the yeah. joke, you got it. But I keep Ben. He's quiet, does what he's told, good in a fight, quiet. Yeah, the ideal traveling companion. Yes, 
Yes, very, 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 very. He uh, does not get in the way. It's very nice. It's somebody to talk to when I need to and just let things out. And I don't ever have to worry about him saying, no, 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 you're wrong, Shufa. You should have done this instead. I'd be like, oh, I can explain the problem and just think it out, talk to myself with Ben and come to that conclusion on my own. Always nice having someone to talk to like that. I do that occasionally and every once in a while the thing gets destroyed because it starts talking back and I was not expecting that. Yes, and then that is something I never have to worry about. He's, he serves his purpose, he's an excellent guard, he's uh, been quite helpful to us in our uh, journeys and missions. We have equipped him quite well to handle anything that we throw at him. Um, you see he's in full plate armor, he does have a shield and a sword, bow strapped to his back. Very impressive armor as well. Yes, we did make sure to equip him with magical gear so that he does uh, his job even better. So I did notice the enchantments. Well done. Simple stuff that we collected that uh, nobody else was using, so it made sense to go to Ben. Naturally. How did your friends react when they discovered you were a necromancer? I've... I know some people can be rather off-put by that. Uh, they are still... They were a bit uh, unaccustomed to it. As you can see, uh, you cannot tell what Ben is. The first time that I was forced to raise Ben in front of them, they were like, eh, what are you doing? I'm like, it's Ben. He was just helping us. They were like, oh, really? But they have uh, they have grown accustomed. I don't really think it freaks them out too much anymore. Um, yeah, yeah, we've, we've reached a balance. Um, things need to die. We make it dead. Things need to be questioned. I do the questioning. Things need to be done in a much more pleasant manner. I generally let them do that. Balance is a good thing to have, especially with when you're traveling with people. Yes, yes. Were you studying magic before you discovered necromancy? Uh, yes. It just starting my training at the school. What were you eager to learn before? What school I was going to focus on, um, it probably would have been transmutation, but then the call of the book uh, is what led me to this. That is a funny way of taking what you think you want to do and turning it on its head. Mm -hmm. Very much so, very much so. But it is, uh, it's been a good life, very interesting. I have uh, made some good friends. We have a, a good a good place here in the, uh, the orchard and the... Uh, the brewery, we make good cider. Would you care for some more? Yes, I would. It's been a while since I've had good cider. Most places don't do a very good job of it, so I just go with mead. I'll make sure you have some more to take with you when you leave for extra. Much appreciated. I'm probably going to be in the area for a little bit, exploring some of these transportation, see if there's anything interesting or something people might have missed or something that people might like to study. This is good. Just be careful. Make sure when you approach any Warforge, do so openly. Explain what you're there for, just so they don't try and get the wrong idea. You know, people have tried to be doing some looting, and you know, that's never a good thing. So... Well, I've seen what happens when some looter encounters a Warforged. Or at least what was left of what happened. Yes, <laughs> they may be a little on edge, so... Understandable. Yeah sounds like you were telling me about how they were like trapped or enslaved or something like that yes there are a bunch still in stasis down below and they have these fantastic weapons you will meet a bunch that have these it look like a backpack and it will has a, a hose that will come up to a long stick like device or to a smaller handheld device and they fire small projectiles so uh, be very very wary 
because they can hit you from far away and they hurt a lot. Duly noted. I'm also curious to see it study these weapons. Uh, they do not give them away. <laughs> so the only way you will ever get one or your hands on one is to take it. I was thinking more to see if I can study from afar or if any of the ones still in stasis. I thankfully am familiar with how to not awaken Wordforged in stasis. Oh, or at least not awaken all of them. <laughs> Sometimes things happen. This is very good. <laughs> but any that do awaken, we should we we should have no fear of them being uh, under the sway of what they would have been before. So these will just be looking for a job or go about what they were supposed to be doing before, guarding areas and such. How old are these Wordfords? Do you know? How long have they been down there? I... In some areas, there was at least a foot of dust and there are areas that we could not even reach. So I would say at least for some thousand plus years, we could barely find any uh, recorded information on most of the old Imperium when we searched for it. It was almost as if it was wiped out or it didn't exist anymore. Could be. I'm not very intrigued because there might be more down there. Just had to have to figure out how to get to it. If you go with your inquisitive mind and asking questions, I'm pretty sure they will, will let you in and explore. To a degree, they do have vaults with information. They would uh, probably at least let you check out the, some of their libraries. Have you explored some of those libraries yourself? Uh, no, I was uh, unable to, and I've been meaning to make a quest to go visit, but uh, things keep coming up. What kind of things? New travels to make, Ben and I on occasion have been known to go out and help in little skirmishes to make some extra pocket money. A good necromancer is always good to have around to put your own dead to rest when you know the rights properly. And also to help turn the tide in battle when least expected. I always find that rather morbidly entertaining to see. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, nothing Most enemies do not mind. expect their dead to rise up and start attacking them. Oh yes, the, the looks on the faces is just beautiful. I, I love it. I laugh every time. Kind of rather amusing too. I've had a couple necromancy books trying to win me over, but I mostly studying from afar. I've got plenty of other skills at my disposal. Every time I get ready to go make a journey, something pops up, and uh, Ben and I go have a little fun. Plus, it always makes good to have extra parts laying around in case. I imagine very true. Do you have any things that you're trying to plan now? Uh, no, currently we are uh, just relaxing. I've been trying to do more study of my book to see if I can unlock it further. I'll show you the book and it's got what appears to be a, a hand on it with five little key slots. Two of the key slots are closed. Mm -hmm. I pull off the glove on my left hand and you see the ring finger and the... Uh, Index finger are skeletal. The, to open the book fully requires some sacrifice, and searching for the keys is, is not the easiest thing. Naturally, I imagine this must have been rather unpleasant the first time. Yes, yes, extremely. But uh, you do kind of get used to it. No, not really. But it does make for a good look, don't you think? Yes, and I imagine if you're trying to intimidate someone, just take the glove off, carefully stroke their face. Yes. You'll have them in a quivering puddle on the floor. It, it does have its benefits from time to time. <laughs> it might have to part of that idea, actually. Not literally, but I'm sure I can make a decent enough illusion. 
this probably could be done, but I, I do like the look as well. And it is a reminder that I have to keep studying and learning to find the rest of these keys. I wish you luck in that, and if you ever need a hand with anything, let me know. And she slides just a blank piece of paper across. I'm curious to see what you uncovered. If you write anything on here, I will get it. Oh, thank you, thank you very much. I, uh, I definitely will keep this handy. And if I'm ever in town and find myself in need of a necromancer, I'll let you know. Oh, please, always feel free to stop by. Um, you just come up if the guards stop you, tell them you're here to see me. And if I'm not here, they will let you know where I'm at. But otherwise, they will conduct you to me or bring me to you, whichever. And uh, I will avail myself to assist you in any way possible. Pretty well. I take you up on that. I, I like to keep an eye on things. Make sure something dangerous not, is not coming around. And since there's not always a lot I can do directly, it does me good to... I have connections with people I can trust that I can call on in time of need. Please, consider me one of those. It's a pleasure meeting you, and I'm glad I stopped by. This is ah. excellent cider, by the way. Ah, thank you very much. I will make sure you have at least two casts to take with you, so you can enjoy it uh, more thoroughly at your leisure. Much appreciated. I'll have to fend off the rest of the expedition, but... oh. Uh... If you stop in town at the bar, tell them that you're, you're after our cider and I sent you, and they should give you at least a small discount. Good to know. So we supply them with uh, most of their business with our cider. Imagine it's a very lucrative business. Most adventurers don't think to have something like this going on for whenever they're not off adventuring. It was just uh, extremely fortuitous and lucky that we did stumble upon it and we were able to get it up and going and keep it going. It was this indeed. Like I said, fate is strange. Yes, ready. I would love to stay and talk more, but I'm afraid I have a meeting to attend to in town. I'm sure we'll see each other again before too long. Of course. Uh, as I said, we are always open here, should you ever wish to come back. And maybe, we never know, I mean, run into each other out on the road somewhere. Perhaps we will. Or maybe down in the tunnels trying to see what else we can uncover about these transportation and the Warforged. Quite possibly. Right, well... Thanks again for the side dirt, and I wish you well. Of course, I wish you well, and be safe on your journeys. Tales of Adventure is directed and produced by me, Brianna Toiber, as part of Pseudonym Social, a creative podcast network. The music is by Patrick Chester of Chester Studios. To see more of his work, visit his website at chesterstudios.net. Find out more about Pseudonym Social by visiting our website at pseudonymsocial.wordpress.com. If you like what I'm doing and would like to support this podcast, please go to patreon.com slash pseudonymsocial and choose one of the tiers connected to Tales of Adventure. You can also leave a review on iTunes to make our show easier to find for those who need it. Welcome, travelers. Seems like you're looking for a story. Well, I got one for you. It involves adventure, friendship... And all hey, sorts hey, of... uh, Earl, why don't you tell him about that time I stole that big-ass melon? Yeah, yeah, I, I was going for more... Or you could tell him about the time I kicked her ass, Earl. I wouldn't ever tell him Do I need to get time. my ref gear on? Okay, everyone, shut up. Now come with me as I tell you a story from afar. Hey everybody, my name's David. I'm the DM for From Afar Podcast. A From Afar Podcast is all about four friends separated by distance, brought together by adventure. Hope you all stop by and give us a listen. Thanks. Thank you.